0: Welcome to Flock Out, the official podcast of Beyond the Flock Media, where company owner Chris Dolan and media professional Christina Yanata engage in dialogues about the creative process, their love of films, and making your entrepreneurial ambitions a reality. Often we are joined by guests who consist of both clients of Beyond the Flock Media's services, as well as collaborators who have worked with Chris or Christina. The conversation is free-flowing, starting with an exploration of the guests' history and inspirations. And then we flock out to who knows where. Today's guest is Brian Worf, an entrepreneur and comedic talent who fuse their abilities to create something truly unique, an apparel company with a cool vision. Clown Spirits is a brand all about overcoming your fears and one of Beyond the Flock Media's first clients. We are honored to welcome Brian to the show to share his story and his first project with us. Hey, Brian, how's it going today? It's going well, yeah,
1: no, thank you. Thank you for both for for having me on shortly after doing the the video shoot.
0: What made you, well, first off, what is Clown Spirits and what what inspired you to start this? Because this isn't necessarily something that you would see every day as an online retail store or anything like that, so. what exactly um, got you into this?
1: Yeah. So I, I did a five-year bachelor's degree in management marketing um, where I was, I was leading a marketing program as the VP and that, that led me to some other um, community service programs that the university was offering me. And I wanted to, to help other people through these services and at at the time of graduation, I met up with a friend from the university. Um, we sat down uh, and met up at a library, got some lunch. Uh, two summers later, um, to discuss all the the sightings that were happening uh, around the world in 2016, and, and there was different different variations of the sighting. People, some people were dressed up as clowns to prank kids. Um. Others were dressed up for this video, and, and other people were just kind of living out their, their childhood fantasy of, of being a clown. And the police and highway patrol started just warning people to, to be on the lookout for for something that doesn't seem ordinary. And uh, they told people that these are just kind of regular people that are kind of just preying on people, The uh, Shortly after these these viral campaigns went out, yeah, because the, the clowns
2: they, they were like violent, right? They were trying to you know depict that they were violent or serial killers or something. That was the whole yeah, idea. Yeah,
1: yeah, they were they were trying to um, they were trying to be a little violent for these yeah. these marketing videos. speculation yeah. was, and they were some people were living out their fantasy, like I'll dress up as a clown to go rob a convenience store. Yes, yeah. and um, they weren't they weren't really living by what clowns are, are really doing yeah and they were kind of just living out their fantasy yeah, um, making, a bad, to, the making <laughs> a bad name for the clowns making bad name for the clowns trying to like prey on these prey on people that <laughs> that yeah good clowns they were they were really preying on people that that thought these these sightings were real threats mm-hmm. and um people saw these as 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 threats that a lot of the times were false reports or ended up not being true. Um, so most of this um, that led into people's chlorophobia um, was all um, made up by by people that were trying to take advantage of the situation um, uh, uh, of this viral campaign or, or a lot of times when movies were coming out. One of these sightings had, had this clown outside he was like he was outside of a home and there was like a little stuffed animal right next to him and i was like hey that's that's the clown spirit that's the spirit animal that will will help guide people uh away from all this hysteria and and that that spirit animal will be actually be used Um, against the the bad clown stereotype the main street media and and that's where the whole concept came from was just from that that picture that that animal Mm -hmm. became the the concept that i i expanded from Does,
2: does someone um do your designs brian i mean when you you you, when you discovered this this animal theme i mean it's it's now very prevalent in your whole apparel line you have like four or five different animals was somebody doing all these designs for you
1: yeah i i had started with uh, with someone that that's big local in the in the musician community i'm i'm a I'm a supporter of the, the South Shore open mics in the mu- the music community, and uh, I was recommended uh, to her by some musicians, um, Hannah, and and she started doing my first design, um, one of my first designs, which was the panda bear, mm-hmm. and it's it's holding the the shoe, the clown shoe, and and that that represents the the peaceful, the calm presence. In calm strength of the panda bear, um, defending itself when when some someone gets too close, when the clown got too close to it in its natural habitat, and it peacefully it defended itself by by chasing away the evil clown, and what's left is it's holding this clown shoe, and uh, and I've I've worked with collaborated with uh, another local um, friends that that comes to the open mic. She attends the open mics and she's done a few designs for me as well. And, and, uh, one of my previous friends that I, I, I worked with, uh, her brother did the snake design, the Cobra design. Uh, so I've been, I've been collaborating locally with artists and, and then getting them exposure, um, part of the brand as well and, and letting them kind of take on, um, new ideas like new concepts
2: you mentioned these open mics um, I, I i personally know you you have a some kind of background in comedy right and that's you you go out and you speak um, yeah i would just i mean you, you, your whole parallel it has some element of humor to that can you uh, speak yeah. a little bit about that you know your yourself as a comedian and just um, exploring the world of humor
1: <laughs> yes yeah yeah so so two years ago i I began doing uh, comedy with some coworkers and attending a house party with some coworkers, and, and the, the comedy started there. I just went over. I started roasting coworkers and <laughs> just getting my humor out there. And then, uh, and went to went to a local Main Street um, sports um, little restaurant bar and met met a met a high school buddy there. He was doing an open mic and so. chatted with him a little bit. He's like, "Oh, I'm doing an open mic here." Uh, I told him, "I am getting into a little comedy now." He's like, "Oh, come right up. We we take comedy as well. It's it's open for for all all genres." Mm-hmm. And uh, and I I went up. I did a little comedy first time. Didn't really go well. And uh, I just. I met some musicians that night, and they began telling me about where the open mic tours um, was heading. It, it's it, where the different venues are that these comedy takes place, and then they they start explaining how they do three, four different venues that they they rotate every three, four months. They they do different venues and, and expand the open mics from there. So I started just traveling with them and, and writing um, writing some of my own humor. From there, um, that both two years I I was just doing local open mics, uh, and this last year I, I on the side I started opening for some local bands, mm-hmm. so they would have uh they would have their shows and, and they had like a technical difficulty or they were trying to take like a five five ten minute break, uh, I would go up for ten minutes in between their their set and I just tell comedy, um, for the crowd for for like. 60 70 people and uh and i've opened for two bands now so coming up with my own material so that's uh that really, that got me that got me into the apparel line as well mm-hmm. just just having that that comedy mindset and and bringing bringing the the humor to people
0: so, you've mentioned a couple of different um, animals that you've used on these shirts. So, how, what was your process of, and you've also talked a little bit about like cre- creating the designs and collaborating with other people. But, in terms of like how you came to decide which animals you were going to use, and, you know, if you're still ruminating a couple of different ideas on what you might want to do next. How did you land on, you know, a fox, a panda bear, a whale? And how did you also, because I know that with each of those shirts, they also have specific elements to them. So how did you piece all those things together? Was that a collaboration or was that just something that, you know, you came up with yourself? How, what was that process like?
1: Uh, a lot of them I came up with myself, uh, the panda bear, I I came up with people, people have this, have this love for panda bears. They, 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 they want to go to the zoo. They want to see the panda bear in, inside the zoo in the enclosure. Um, and, and I wanted to, to give people something, um, this kind of light humor design and and represent their, their inner panda bear and, and bring out that panda bear, um, that they're going to go see at the at the zoo next time with the kids, uh, and and I and I and with the other designs, I, I did sort of the similar process with the cobra. Um, people people kind of have a fear of cobras and snakes um, that isn't isn't um, necessarily um, true that, that snakes are, are these violent, um, kind of evil creatures. They, they, they are provoked by their environment and, and by, um, instincts. They are creatures of, of instinct. And, um, I wanted to, to bring out the, the snake as this good energy, um, back to kind of like the Egyptian, the like the ancient cultures that would use the cobra on the staffs as like a spiritual way to, to release the, the bad energy, release and transfer good energy. So they would have that symbol of the cobra on the, on the staff, um, whatever object they were representing, they would have the cobra wrapped around the staff or object. And that would be a transfer of
0: the good energy
1: into that object and into their, their life.
0: So, Brian, um, you just recently—we talked about this in the beginning—we um, were filming a couple of uh, promo videos um, for the for Clown Spirits. What was that um, process like? What was creating these videos like? Was, is it the first time that you had ever necessarily worked with video before? Or um, was have you worked on something similar in this vein? What what was this all like for you?
1: Yeah, you no, know, first a uh, first time um, doing any kind of video shoot. Um, well, I was actually I was in an outdoor show. I was with with one of my one of good friends. We were talking about the apparel line. Um, he's a big supporter of it, and um, it led to to talking about other fears that people had in their lives. Um, along with the chlorophobia. And I thought about, um, trying to get all these fears into a video to help pull together, um, the community a little more and and help them find the strength through the brand videos. Um, so, so that's where I, I had, um, had come up with trying to, to plan this whole video shoot and, uh, Chris and my, and myself, um, Have worked together so i i had begun i had begun talking to him um about the brand and uh he told me he was um he had started beyond the flock media he was the founder of of the of the media and we kind of kind of just went from there um started putting together um all the all the feedback that that followers of the brand had had given me through these through the surveys and and through the live videos, we started getting all the feedback. I was asking people um, about the brands, and and we wanted to to feature all the fears people wanted to people wanted a little more than than just a brand that that was about one fear. They wanted to have their fear involved as well. Uh, so. We started setting up the the video shoot, focusing on the aspect of having a little humor through through bringing out the good clown of of getting rid of the kind of this evil clown um, hysteria that that people people kind of um, thought was real and, and think is real, um, and we want to bring out the the good good within. Um, and, and this kind of good clown is, is, is helping people overcome their, their different fears. So we went from there and, and just set up, we set up a time to, to meet. We met a few times, um, and, and started putting together what, what our dates and, and when we wanted to, to plan everything when we want to have everything by and we met um, about two weeks ago um, to, to finally shoot the video um, after we had thought about some of the, the common fears people have um, like the fear of dark heights and, and of course the, the chlorophobia and uh, we shot the video.
2: It was, it was really um, interesting in the beginning hearing your, your vision, Brian. Um, but I think when we started discussing, you know, uh, I wanted to give you a couple different ideas and that's what ended up becoming, you know, three different videos, um, for this, you know, particular campaign. Um, you know, we ended up coming up with uh, was it a merchandise video, a customer testimonial and a, a CEO video. Um, and, um, I really like just talking to you in the beginning, just trying to understand your idea because um, it, it is actually it's actually kind of complex um, what, what you're trying to communicate in a way. I mean at least uh, at least I've found and um, how you're trying to distill that in these kind of very you know comedic or cartoon images. Um, I kind of have to re- had to reroute in my mind um, you know what, what what exactly was going on here And um, I kind of turned to psychology. To try to take it apart, um, specifically Carl Jung and the collective unconscious, because you're dealing (laughs) heavily with uh, symbolism. You're having your animals representative or indicative of um, you know larger concepts. You know, and um, you could say that most people, when they look at a symbol, um, on a deeper level, um, I guess when I'm talking about the collective unconscious, what that actually is that a lot of people look at symbols, but on a deeper level, they actually interpret them in a very similar way, especially if they're symbols that are highly, um, what do you call it, prevalent in um, society. Um, this is kind of the reason why, um, you know, a lot of religions have the same stories. Um, you know, essentially when you go down to it, um, what their narratives are, because supposedly on the archetypal level, um, these things already exist in us, but we're just communicating or expressing them in a way. and um, I think you're using that in a way to um, really try to get under people's skin and help them with their deepest problems. In a way, we're we're talking about, you know, fighting fears here and um, in a way destigmatizing. I mean, when you're talking about clowns, you're talking about destigmatizing clowns because a lot of people are just flat out scared of clowns. It doesn't matter if they're good clowns or bad clowns.
0: Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. It really is amazing how freaked out people get with clowns. I mean, me personally, like I I think they're I think they're hilarious, but I know that a lot of people, it's like, there's no like happy medium. People are just like they either love them or they hate them. It's really interesting.
1: Chris and myself I talk about in in, in when I um began conspiracy this kind of kind of unraveling those biases trying to like mm-hmm. trying to trying to make them false like um trying to trying to show people that a lot of the biases that that are made up by main mainstream media mm-hmm. um just are completely false of of what clowns are actually out there and, and representing that clowns have their own moral codes they have their own value system um, everything <laughs> they yeah they have their own institutions they go to colleges like um other people that yeah. that go for for trade or they go for business they clown they go college. to college universities as well yeah. clown college yeah um to, to learn how to clown um learn a moral code learn about values yeah I, I
2: really like how um, what you're talking about there, the the stigmatization the of clowns, you know, you're, the, the, it's really analogous for a lot of things that are happening in culture right now where you have one bad egg that kind of makes some kind of bad impression for a lot of other, um, you know, yeah. people in a particular group. And it wasn't, it's not that every, every clown was acting bad. It's just a couple, you know, people were acting violently or acting, um, in this way that made a bad name for all clowns. And um, I can't say this has helped at all by social media these days. You know, it's, you have like kind of this mob mentality that kind of takes one opinion and then everybody has that singular opinion. And it kind of leads you to this position where you kind of have to think for yourself. And I, I really like that about your brand because you're, you're challenging people to challenge their own um, stigmas, you know, their own, Um, perceptions of these things and really come through with a better understanding, a more sophisticated understanding of um, whatever fear they might they might have, Um, you know, kind of like making them more courageous, I guess. Yes. So how'd you like how'd you like shooting the videos? I mean, we went down to the Plymouth waterfront. Um, I know we shot part of it at your house. Um, What was that like for you?
1: Yeah, I mean, just the (laughs) to start um, to finish was was just great to to kind of come in and be able to to get the different ideas um, that we had together and I thought it was it was pretty cool just just kind of being out on the porch and and uh and having having everything there um having all the cameras and and everything there to 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 show the the pair of the line and uh and really get kind of a close up view of hey what's what's this all about what um what exactly are we are we doing here with the brands um so I, I thought that was really an awesome process of uh of really having that all come together
0: was there anything about the shoots um that either surprised you or um you didn't you thought it was gonna like you expected things to go one way, but they actually turned out a different way, not necessarily for better or worse, but just like, Oh, okay. So like every, like it, it came out great, but I thought that, you know, it might happen this way instead. Um, was there anything about that particular process that um, you didn't necessarily expect or that surprised you?
1: Yeah. I uh, just, just Victor in yourself, um, being able to, to kind of come in, um, right away, um, and, and identify with these different fears people have and be able to, to, to represent those fears in, in a way that people, um, kind of get that, that these are, these are everyday people, um, that are, that are showing my fears through, through these, through these videos. And, and I was kind of, I was, I wasn't expecting um, to, to see it so um, so well presented um, in, in the short time that um, I thought it, both, both of you just did an amazing job. It was very well done um, being able to kind of just identify with these fears and, and make it fun, um, light humor, and, and kind of just add all that aspect to, to the video shoot. The, the running back and forth as, as the fox, mm-hmm. um, between the pillars and, and Victor, mm-hmm. um, being able to, to, to talk about, um, having the, um, claustrophobia and kind of being in, in tight spaces and, and symbolizing the kind of having that spirit animal identification of the panda. He's, he's representing that he's identifying with the panda, and 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 kind of wanting that personal space like give me a few give me a few
0: feet when i'm when i'm in a mall um
1: kind of kind of
0: mindset so what did you end up how did you end up using those videos were they just strictly for social media did you use them in a campaign um did you you know reach out to people individually like how did you end up using these
1: yeah, I, I use them for, for social media and, and my YouTube channel um, that I started a few years ago. Um, I, posted, I posted the, the short videos on, uh, on my Instagram page, and then I have the longer ones that go into the Instagram TV that I posted on there. Um, so I have them in two different spots there on Instagram, Facebook um, that people can view to, to see the longer version. And uh, on my YouTube channel, I have the full videos um, up there um, so that people um, that, that might not follow the brands uh, but heard of, hey, I know Clown Spirits. I've heard of that. Uh, they can go to YouTube. And if they type in Clown Spirits on YouTube, they'll find my channel on there and they can view all the videos um, from there and, and learn a bit, little bit more before getting onto the going on the website um, and, and kind of reading. Um, more about the brands. They can kind of get a first look at it just through these little video, short videos.
2: And I I think um, just to add to that, one of, um, this is kind of gonna jump back to the very early part of the project because it it was kind of like a research phase for me. Um, In terms Mm. of figuring out um, what what kind of videos are being used today on social media, um, how they're being shot. I mean um if anybody wants to go see these you can see them on you know clown spirit at clown spirits instagram at beyond the flock media um these videos are were vertically oriented in terms of how they're shot so i changed um the orientation of my camera um uh it's more resemble like what it would look with a phone but my camera of course is is it's a higher grade camera it's a cinema grade camera um but what what really delineates these videos and i guess you know what they're trying to do is kind of reach people in different ways um and you you have different people that are looking for different things i think in terms of you know marketing when they're out there looking at advertising like not everybody will watch every ad fully through um, but some people will it it depends on how it's presented i guess you'd say and i think that's why we did the three different videos because you know i think you know, different people are, are looking for different things. Um, and like your testimonial video, I think very much came from my research of companies like Amber Crombie, Hollister. Um, these companies use a lot of people just in the clothing, talking on camera, very casual, they'll be dancing outside. Um, and you know, it's very relatable, um, that type of approach, but we also did something that's just, you know, straight up, um, you know, fun and clean cut and um, what do you call it, sleek, I guess. Um, with the merchandise video, you, know, you have all the music, you have the rapid imagery, you have um, the shots that are like trucking shots, dollying, very dynamic um, movement, uh, colorful, you know, lit. Um, and then you have the words flashing across the screen. And um, maybe that works for a different type of audience. But then you also have the CEO video, which is more of like, well, just tell me what you are. <laughs> and that's the difficult thing with millennials today. Um, to market to them, it's not necessarily you can just choose one thing and then you've got all the millennials. Um, millennials are very specific, they're very diverse in terms of their taste. And they're the type of people that they'll go into a store already knowing what they're going to buy, uh, you know. <laughs> Without even going in there and looking around. It's yeah, uh, I do
0: that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it, help, it helps to know
2: know your audience a little bit. And um, that's one of our earlier discussions me and you were having about, you know, what is your audience? And, um, you know, what, what um, merchandise is actually selling and stuff? And, uh, you know, how is that going to influence our decision about what we highlight in the videos? I mean, the shirts that we actually put up there, they're, they're shirts that actually sell. I mean, you've sold. And, uh, you know, people really like, I think you were telling me the Panda does really well. Um,
1: yeah, yeah, the Panda, when I released that, um, within the first like three weeks, I, I had already had already gotten about 18 orders oh, wow. um, for just the Panda alone. Now, that that was that one went, went with people um, that were in the local um, music scene. And also at events, flea markets and and local events, people just identified with the the
0: panda. So what does the future look like for clown spirits? Um, Do you have, um, like, what are your short-term goals, long-term goals? Um, What do you expect to come out of um, these videos? Um, What do you expect to come out? of just you know outreach things like that what what do you what does the future hold for con spirits
1: i want to i want to have people um see the videos and and be able to to identify with the the different um merchandise and that's out there and and kind of come back to me with with their ideas and and what what's their spirit animal um i want i want i want to be able to to represent them and, and what their individual um, spirit animal is and, and their, their, their fears. And uh, we're looking to expand um, a new, a new line. Um, we're going to have a new name and a new line of, off of clown spirits. Uh, that's going to be, it's going to be gesturally uh, animal spirits. So, it's it's going to be like the the gesture um um gesturally is is using gesturally as is kind of the act of of being funny um of of joking being a clown and 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 i'm kind of i'm trying to take it back to kind of the court gesture kind of the funny humorous gesture that you you saw in courts and uh and, and and represent that in this new um in this new line of 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 clothing apparel that focuses on on more on the, the spirit animals we're looking we're looking to to do festivals again and, and get get out to events uh, back in february uh i i took a trip to um to up to the western mass um up in Sturbridge. I, I stayed at the, the Hilton hotel over there. Um, it was right on the river. Uh, we were at the Hilton conference room. Um, we had a, we had a booth set up table there for, for two days. I stayed overnight and, and they had live music art and, and had people after the, after the show um, come over to the table and, and they would, they would talk about their, their animal and and they would, see which one they identify with Uh, uh, so i'm really really looking to to just get out to to the to the large festivals and and be able to talk to people um at these festivals and then really just be able to reach a lot of people um that that we can kind of support and, and and help empower through the brands um that are coming for the the music it nice. could be
2: be great once um you know hopefully covid starts to scale back um you know to really get out there i think a lot of people you know will be glad to get out um actually go to events and then you know because i know you like to do that brian you like to go out and um set up pop ups and stuff and um you've been to like rock concerts and stuff with this right and um you know, it's. I find that to be a really interesting way to market in this day and age. Um, you know, actually getting out there face to face, and it's it's something um, maybe we take for granted a little bit. this yeah. uh, Just how long we spend online, especially in COVID. I mean, you have to you know stay at home and be on your computer. Um, but I think that's really you know serves hand in hand to what you're talking about in terms of building a community. Um, you know, there's nothing really better to face to face, and especially when you're talking about helping people with their fears and stuff and you know things that are uh really (laughs) deep-seated inside them that they're trying to deal with on a personal level um i I think the community you know approach works there but it's interesting because you also have this kind of um thing that's very much about individuality because i think you know you relate in a lot of your um you know your slogan and your copy about you know, express or embrace your spirit animal as if, you know, this is part of your identity in a way. Um, that's a very big thing these days, you know, people, um, you know, choosing how they express uh, more or less, um, you know, to feel, you know, welcome in society and in certain groups and things like that. I, I think you're really tapping into something, you know, there.
1: The, the whole whole process has been mm. been really cool, kind of. Being able to, to work with you, Chris, and, and see your, your creativity and, and direction of, of Beyond Flock Media. Um, been, been amazing to see.
0: Thank you for listening. For more information about Beyond the Flock Media, check out our website, beyondtheflockmedia.com. Or you can catch the latest news and updates on our Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook pages. Until we meet again, don't forget to flock out.